Welcome, welcome to the Cube Command Podcast. My name is Tommy Savoya. And I am Nick. And we're back with episode number 28. So, uh, we've had a bit of a break, almost a whole month of a break, since we last podcasted. And that's because I went to PodFest and interviewed my friend William Coldwell, who does the 21st Rewrite Podcast, which is a screenplay analysis podcast. He does it with his co-host, and he's really great. Go ahead and listen to that interview. PodFest is a really interesting experience because I came back with a lot of ideas and I kind of have a way I want to restructure the podcast. I would like to structure it the way we structure the YouTube channel where it's uh, two hosts and occasionally we'll have guests. Um, so not going to have a lot of people on future episodes. We'll, we'll probably bring some in for event episodes, but it's just it's so hard to edit. Lots of people on one track. So we're just going to try and streamline the format of the podcast, make it a little easier to produce. Which is why we're doing shorter episodes weekly. And here we are. How are you doing, Nick? It's about time. <laughs> how, how's, how's life been? I mean, it's been good. I mean, I've been here. Like, pretty much live here now. Yeah, Nick lives in my house. Honestly, like, I Eats mean. my food. Yeah. <laughs> and then some. So, uh, we figured we'd jump back in with a movie review. And uh, it's a movie that has been a long time coming. Uh, not Shazam. That's next week. Not even now. Excited. Yeah, we are excited. Excited. We will review that. It'll be the next movie we do review. But at the time of this recording, it is two days away from release. But what is almost out of theaters is How to Train Your Dragon 3 Hidden World. Yeah. Yeah, by DreamWorks Animation. This is actually a really uh, anticipated movie because the second one, I think, is regarded as uh, DreamWorks' best picture next to Shrek 2, I think. Ooh. Yeah, it's a... It's, it's, that, that's a stretch. <laughs> it is kind of a stretch. Shrek 2 is pretty Ooh. dang good. I guess it's say. really hard to pull off a second movie. It is because most of the time to. they're not good. It, it's it's hard to pull it off if you don't intend to do it. If you look at something in the case of... Uh, oh, I guess Shrek. Shrek's a good I example. Say, I would say Transformers, um, honestly. Trans- okay, Transformers... Sometimes the story doesn't even make sense for it. Yeah, Completely but, throw it away. That's because they don't heed the source material, which, ironically enough, this movie does not really heed the source material that much either, I think? Yeah. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon was a book series, and they made an animated franchise off of it, and they really loosely follow the books. Like, Hiccup and Toothless, uh, they're in the book. They're basically the same as they were in the book. Hmm. Um, I don't, I, actually, I don't even know if Astrid was in the book at all. I didn't even know there was a book. There is a book, yeah, there's wow. about... I think it's like seven. It's like seven. There's I, seven. I these are completely off the top of my head. I have no idea. I've never read the books, but from what huh. I've heard, they don't really heed the source material much at all. Like fish legs, the 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 guy that was carrying around the baby the whole movie. Yeah. Um, he's apparently Hiccup's best friend. I didn't really pick that up from the movies yeah. that much. So, oh well. But you know, it's. I think. I think they should. They should stand on their own. More people know about the movies in the book. So. With that out of the way, that little backstory, <laughs> this is the third installment of the How to Train Your Dragon movie series. And it's the, the final one, too. Basically, the story doesn't do a time skip like uh, the second movie, because you remember the first movie was him meeting the dragon. 
there's about a five year time skip to the second movie, and then so, oh, it's been five years. Yeah, it's been no. Well, it's been five years. So, so the second movie had a from five the first year to the second. Skip. Yeah, from the first to the second, and then Stoke dies. Now Hiccup's yeah. chief, and I don't really know. Were they really clear on what the time skip was no. for this movie? Because from the second to the third. They're pretty I, much the same. We can assume it's probably maybe about ten, or maybe ten, really? maybe an additional five, just because how much they actually built. Yeah, I want to I want to say additional additional five, three to five, because they say. tamed a lot of dragons over there. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's that's like the big plot point for it too. So I I I think ten's a little bit of a stretch though. We need another five. Just say yeah, that. it's probably another five because there there are twenty. Uh, by the time of the second movie, yeah, It'd be twenty five by the time of this one. Sounds about right. So it, it's kind of it, you, you kind of forget that Hiccup's the chief. Yeah, because he he's an adult now. From the first one, he was pretty much like a preteen. Maybe he might be like fourteen or something. I think he was he was fifteen. He was fifteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then he was twenty in the second one. Because what's his name? The short guy who was like who claimed number two. <laughs> a snob. Yeah. You yeah. notice he had like a little peach fuzz. Yeah, they all kind of did. Like yeah. Uh, fish likes he had a full grown beard though. He did. He he had the little uh he had, he had the little. Bow tie? Yeah. Was it the little knots? Yeah. He braided the beard, and essentially. The twins. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I have, I don't remember the names. The guy he uh he had like a pseudo beard. Was he? Let me see. Beard? Yeah, you're gonna look up their names. Because uh, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this right. <laughs> we're gonna get their names right. We're not gonna just say all oh, the long face, <laughs> the long face blonde one, crimson yeah. chin twins. <laughs> uh, the 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 characters. I gotta say, they're pretty faithful. Um. No, like we said, the, there wasn't much of a time skip, so uh, they had beards, so you know they're adults. Right. Um, but I, I don't think there had to be a time skip, because the first of the second was basically, uh, what was the theme of that one? That was, uh, you know what? I completely forgot the theme of the second one. Oh, that's what they are. Okay. The what? the twins, Roughnut and Toughnut. So which one's Roughnut? Um, I'm assuming Roughnut is the dude. Okay, the Roughnut's boy. the dude. Nope, take that back. It's a, it's a chick. <laughs> I was fully prepared to believe you. Man. Like, <laughs> rough, okay. but yeah, the tough nuts of the guy. Okay, okay so that, that, we got it. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, it's funny because uh, I think the side characters are probably one of the weakest parts of the Dragons trilogy. Like, they there is really no point to having a lot of the side characters. Yeah, the only one that serves a like plot purpose was what was her name again? Tough nut, rough nut. Roughnut. Roughnut. Roughnut yeah. was the one that served the plot purpose because, yeah, so she's the one that brought Grimmel to the, um, to the new island in yeah. So really, she, she was really the only one that had any plot significance. The other ones were just there for the sake of running gags, and having a posse for well, Hiccup. Astrid played played a part pretty much. Oh like well, just, yeah, yeah. She was like the the hype man. Yeah, that is well, what she Astrid did. has always kind of been the. Uh, the what are they called deuteragonist uh dual dual protagonist she's dual she's protagonist. always been the dual protagonist uh next to hiccup yeah so she's always been solid but it's just the other side characters i never mm-hmm. really cared about his mom really didn't play too much of a role in this yeah. this time too yeah that was odd like the whole selling point in the second movie was that yeah she he found his mom yeah because she was pretty much like i thought she was a better dragon tamer than hiccup oh definitely yeah Originally, she had more experience yeah. with it so Where's him? Yeah, she was definitely the better one. And it kind of shows because she had the giant dragon. Yeah. The giant monstrous dragon. So I know we always do story first, but I just went ahead and went to the characters. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll, we can go ahead and tackle the story now. So 
you said it was 104 minutes runtime? That's what it said. Wow, it felt it felt a little bit longer than that. Not take that back. It was 144, so I don't know why it said 100. Oh, oh it might okay. have been maybe credits. But the credits, credits took like maybe like 10 minutes. Wait, wait, oh, well, oh, that's weird. I mean, it, it was a short movie, I'll say that Things much. said 104, so I don't I don't know where that came from. Anyway. I mean, you look at look at movies that are that are coming out today. They're two hour long epics. They're getting longer. They really are, and especially when you have Avengers coming in with a whopping was it oh three hours God, and be fifteen so minutes. It's gonna be good, but it started a tradition of movies just being way too long for their own good. I think it started with Lord of the Rings. It really did. Well, Lord yeah. of the Rings is long, but The Hobbit, I guess. The Hobbit. Start off with those. Well, wait. The Hobbit came first. Well, the, the book, movie? the Hobbit book came first. Well, the the Hobbit movies came afterward. Okay, they did not need to be as long as they knew they were, because the Hobbit book was not that long. This is also based on a book, but they kind of went their own direction with the story, and I can kind of tell why it's a little shorter. I for some reason it felt shorter than the first and the second one, just just because of the condensed story. Like you, you could tell everything was on a smaller scale. Yeah. They weren't going for a big, grand, this is Thanos and the Infinity Stones kind of story. Yeah, right. Um, the second one kind of peaked as as terms of uh, scope of the environment and story, because that was the one where they fought the Alpha. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. This one, the the whole story with finding the villain, it felt very similar to the second one. Yeah. Because pretty much the second one, the exact same thing. Uh, Dragon Trappers. Yeah. Yeah. He's just trying to capture Night Fury. Same one as this, but this one ended up becoming the guy who killed off all the Night Furies, apparently. He wants to kill them. He doesn't want to capture them. No, he wants to kill all of them. It was yeah. just, what, what was the deal with that? I think it was just I think it was just a pride thing. It was just like, wow, how was he able to kill all Night Furies? Because well, I'm he assuming really that Night it's... Furies don't go in packs. I'm assuming. No, I think I think they're pretty solitary. Because um, I don't think he would be able to take care of all of them. Well, he you saw it, he was able to take care of some pretty big dragons with the toxins he had. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you look at Toothless himself, I mean, he was pretty much able to hold his own for, like, honestly. Like, just, <laughs> against against yeah, a bunch of like, other dragons. Against a bunch yeah. of other dragons. Because he, he busted out that, that sweet Voltag. Yeah. But at the same the time, it's like, it makes you wonder, like, what were all the Night Furies like? Did they have different attributes? Because this Light Fury was a different attribute as well. Uh, was, was she, though? She, instead of uh, Toothless, you know, well, Toothless had the electric, you know, coming from the clouds, and then he was able to camouflage afterwards when he first did it. We saw that. But for her, she was just able to just completely uh, change her appearance within the clouds or just anywhere. Are you, you say when change her appearance, do you mean actually camouflage or like change her physical? No, she actually camouflaged. Wait, yeah, Almost like a chameleon. We couldn't Toothless was, do that? Not not at first, no, 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 at all. Oh, he had to be taught how to do it. He was watching her. Remember when they were flying through the storm? No, well, and then he kept doing it, and then he got kind of frustrated, and he charged up. Oh, and then he did it. Oh, okay, because that kind of threw me off. Because when he originally did it, he only usually did it at night, just because his he's black. Yeah, right. Okay, okay. When he does that thing, yeah, like in his first appearance, he did. Okay, I see what you're getting at now. Yeah, actually, that that makes sense. Versus her, she can do it at will. Maybe that's uh, that's probably why. That's the thing. Probably like developed it for survival. Because they're really strong. So I'm just imagining like, who who did he bring with him to take all of them down? I think knife fears are supposed to be the most powerful. Exactly, um, dragons. Because because Toothless was the alpha. Yeah. 
I mean, you you kind of forget about that too. I was talking about you forget about Hiccup, but Cause you also had, forget that Toothless became the alpha. In the there had to movie. be an alpha, probably Night Fever, or maybe it might be another dragon that was alpha for them. Well, it's the moment, it's probably that big one. Grimmel probably killed the Night Fury uh, uh, alpha, and then he just defaulted to the next big dragon, I guess. Whichever. Like, I would vagina. love to know how he did that. <laughs> maybe a prequel. So so the the story follow some pretty basic beats for some reason i i didn't feel like there was much conflict going on in the first half or so because usually with an opening scene that's how you set up the opening conflict and get people going into the action of the movie right. they certainly start off with a bang when they they oh yeah the raid um that was fun too seeing seeing him run away from yeah. pickup because he thought he was a demon i mean it was so cool because it was at night they're um trying to rescue the dragons that are imprisoned in the cells, and then all of a sudden a hiccup just flies right down, comes from the mist. Yeah, he was looking <laughs> at him, cool. and then the hiccup takes out his sword and lightsaber. Yeah, well, it pretty much is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Medieval back in the day, yeah, back in the day, yeah, they improvise. <laughs> and he just unleashes his fiery sword, and the dude just freaks out and he screams out, "Demon, demon!" <laughs> Hiccup's like, no, I'm a guy just He's like, like No, I know. I see, I see a demon when I, I know a demon when yeah, I see Because he chucked the flames at him. And then he Hiccup's just literally just walking through it. Like, just. That was I cool. mean, yeah. it was intimidating. I <laughs> it, could give it, him it's that. It's cool how he fireproofed his suit using the um, the dragon scales. It's and he, smart. You notice how every dragon rider had scales from their dragons? Yeah. I'm assuming Hiccup probably took, like, pieces from, from uh, Toothless. Because I'm assuming that they, like, molt. Since they're kind of reptile related, you know, I never thought of a mole or I thought they just said scales or shed, yeah. shed scales. May well, probably, that's probably a you know. Term. Well, do snakes shed individual? Because they don't have scales, do they? Snakes have skin, so mm-hmm. they they shed their skin. Yeah, like an insect. I guess dragons just shed scales. I suppose probably. Yeah. So I mean, it just picks off and probably regrow back. I should imagine having yeah. a giant toothless sized mold. I mean, that's <laughs> what he did for for his tail when he made him his personal tail. Well, no, that was um, no he he made a he made a a coating out of the pigment. Yeah, but he, he he dropped in some scales in there. Yeah, to make it, it up. They yeah. had him to orphan oh, yeah. it. Okay, I see what you mean now. Yeah, he that's probably what he did. He probably used like, his own scale. Painted it. Anyway, it went really creative into the um, the mythos of it, um, and I do like how they expanded on Hiccup's arsenal. In, from the second movie, um, but in terms of the story, it's pretty um, much the same. It, as well, two. Look, it's not really because they really they they forego much of the action and instead decide to focus more on the emotional aspect of Hiccup and Toothless's relationship. And Hiccup's it, it was really it was more of a Hiccup centric movie than Toothless because it was more of him trying, trying to find to, himself. Yeah, find himself and realize that it's. He he doesn't need Toothless to be the chief, right? Which you can tell in the beginning, he was really relying on Toothless. Like Toothless really saved his butt a lot of times oh, in definitely. the opening scene. Cost and... him a leg, but I mean, he definitely. <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah, it cost him a lot. Like every move, every dragon movie ends with some kind of consequence, and I think that's really cool. First one, the leg, leg. Second one, the father, dad. Third one, the dragon. Yeah, dragon. And we're gonna get to that. That was man, that was powerful. Yeah. But uh, okay, so after the opening scene, he go you know meets the Light Fury. I'm bridging this a lot because <laughs> there yeah. was stuff that went on in between. But 
mostly just inside jokes. It's but kind of funny because he Hiccup was like, "Oh, Bright Fury." Asher's like, "Not Light Fury." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "It sounds better." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like yours better. Um, and so he Toothless meets the Light Fury, and what happens? What you expect to happen? He likes the Light Fury. Yeah. He wants to mate because it's mating season. Uh, mating season. Yeah, mating Caw-caw. season. <laughs> Caw-caw. Yeah, that was cool when he was doing a little dance. Yeah, he gave him oh Hiccup. He made him do the chicken dance. <laughs> oh god i was expecting that in the trailer but it was still it still was funny to watch in the movie it was. because um Tooth didn't know how to how to do it since i don't think i don't think Tooth was yeah he never seen another night fury no he did he, he thought he was the last one and he had no idea because he's he's been domesticated so he had no idea how to do things through natural instinct right so it, it was funny watching him like break off the branch and like the light furies like had enough and was like I don't I don't want to look at you anymore. Pretty much, and you just went straight to sleep. Yeah, I know. Imagine you being so boring on a day that your day just goes to sleep. And then he just started bugging her, and then he became artistic. And then <laughs> that's how he won her over. <laughs> Hiccup was like, "Now you can draw." That that was cool. It was a callback to the first movie, how he won uh, Toothless's trust. Yeah, drew the picture. Yeah, but uh, constantly in every scene, they remind you that Toothless can't fly on his own. Mm-hmm. Which leads to Hiccup giving him the prosthetic tail again. And this time he wants it. Um, so he can go stay with the Light Fury. And uh, so yeah. he gives it to him. Toothless flies away. And goes to the Hidden World, I guess. The Hidden World. The edge edge of the world, edge of the apparently. World, yeah. You know, they, they really... Uh, that, that was a funny uh, uh, Flat Earth joke they made. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, um, rough, no, no, not Rough Up. Tough, tough Nut. Tough yeah. nut. He was making jokes. He was saying, <laughs> "Well, how else do you think the Earth is round? Obviously, stars are round. <laughs> the sun is round. Everyone's laughing like this punk right here." <laughs> I was like, "This guy's actually smart. <laughs> He's like the hidden genius. Like it makes you reevaluate everything he said. Honestly, up to this point. Oh, I take that back. I think Tufnut was a hype man because he tried. He tried to help. Oh yeah, pick up with his. Oh yeah, with his moment because the um." blacksmith what was his name again uh grobble stolic no stoic stoic was the dad gobber 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 that was his name yeah gobber (laughs) i don't remember uh, any of their names told uh hiccup and astro they should get married and then they just got awkward about it and then (laughs) tough note was like like you need to become a real man let me teach you how to become a real viking (laughs) (laughs) he's got that fake beard on while he's saying it it was just his hair braiding to the chin oh when they were fighting yeah you're fighting and the bad guy cut his his beard and his beard, his, yeah, beard, <laughs> very massive air quotes. Yeah, so mad he lifted up the big sword and started chasing the guy. <laughs> that, that was fun. There's a lot of, I gotta say, like even though I say the the side characters aren't important, they're still memorable, I guess, except their names. <laughs> but I, like you mentioned, I was I was gonna go to that that throughout the story, they're they're drawing parallels between the Light Fury and Toothless and Astrid and Hiccup. You know, the hiccup is he's got to get married because he can't do the chief on his own. Um, yeah, I I guess it, like like uh, because they actually said it outright during a flashback scene with Stoic was that the theme of the movie was love and the 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 costs it has because with love comes loss is what they were trying to tell you and that's actually what they they flat out said it and it's um, true yeah yeah. So where did the story go after that? They 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 try to find Toothless, right? They right. To the hidden world because Stoic back then hyped up this hidden world that he wanted to seal up 
so dragons wouldn't harass people. Because at this point in the story, dragons, like, I guess the dragon trainers are so widespread that dragons are kind of going to Burke. And Stoke's plan yeah. was to seal up the hidden world so humans and dragons live separately. And Apparently. Yeah, and but what, yeah. what kind of puzzled me was that the, the little amount of time that was actually spent in the hidden world, which is the name of the movie... They spent a total of, like, five to seven minutes in the Yeah. Movie. Like, it looked like... What was the other movie? Journey to the Center of the Earth. That's what it reminded me of when they were down it. there. You haven't seen that? No. Wow, okay. Well, that's something you gotta watch then. Because it was... Okay, anyway, it was, like, a very similar aspect. Going through the Earth and then finding a different world. How about Ice Age? Okay. New world. How about that? <laughs> I hate that you have to dumb it down for me for Ice Age, but that's the only one how I understand. That? Yeah, yeah. That, that's how it was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a. Uh, Not all the way yeah, down. The way down. <laughs> it's it's a plot point that's uh, I, I guess kind of prevalent because there's I got it. There's other movies. It was that have done cool because there was different dragons we haven't seen. There was one that glows, and then there's I'm assuming like when they were down there, was, I don't know what kind of cavern it was, but they were actually illuminating from the scales. Yeah, so I don't know what affected them like that. It was like a. It was basically where the dragons came from. Is that right? Yeah. And then that giant crystal that they were sitting on. I want to know what that meant. Final destination. It could have been. <laughs> no. It was like because Toothless and the Night Fury, not Night Fury, Light Fury were Fury. sitting on it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> they sitting on it like it was a throne, but essentially I, was. Yeah. Well, caught me off guard was seeing the previous alpha there. With the cut-off tusk? Yeah. That that threw me off. I was like, wow, he just accepted defeat really To be quick. honest. I thought he died. I thought there were bigger dragons down there. I probably were. Like like the one from the first movie. There was a big dragon. Yeah, he had, like, he had three wait, eyes on there was. side. Wait, yeah. Was that the alpha? That was alpha from there, yeah. So wait, weren't they fighting an alpha in the second That's movie? the thing. See, when I was talking to you about wait that. Wait a second. Okay. When I was I'm talking confused. about that before. There, were there was two, like multiple alphas. There was two alpha. Because that so, one so was alpha in that Did the alpha mountain. in the second one become alpha after the first? Because they killed the first one, right? Yeah. Because that's what that was making the dragon savage. Yeah. So, okay, they killed the first one. I knew there was something. Because I'm assuming that was the dragon who had, yeah, who made Nightfear and the other ones to attack Bird, like, all this time. Right. And then this other one was, Dragon 2 was pretty much the other guy who was controlling it. Yeah. Because that one was like an ice dragon, so that one's up north. The first one was a fire dragon. I'm or assuming rock, so. No, it was a yeah. rock dragon or a fire dragon. Because no. I remember uh, Grim, Grimmer? Grimmel. Grimmel. Because when he was describing, you know, the whereabouts of where their location is, he said how Night Furies don't like to go up north where it's cold. So I found that interesting, Oh, okay. Too. So maybe you're saying that there were They're regional alphas. Yeah. Okay. That, that makes sense. That's where I'm getting at. Because the whole, they, they did mention that the dragons came from the hidden world, so they kind of escaped to our world, mm-hmm. and then dra- the the big dragons became the alphas of the dragons that escaped. The ones on the surface, Yeah, see? But, but at the end of the second movie, Toothless becomes the worldwide alpha. That's the thing, I don't so, understand that part. Okay, you understand why he became alpha, but you don't... Because he like, took care of that one, but then yeah, there was but the other like, alpha from the first one. Yeah, but then, that, that, that brings the question... How do the other dragons that weren't there know he's the alpha? Because he goes to the hidden world and automatically yeah. they're bowing down to him. They didn't really so, describe that very well. So, 
maybe be, maybe they escaped the hidden world because there was no alpha. True. So, I don't know. But unless the Light Fury, she was an alpha. No, because she was kind of docile. Yeah. She wasn't really doing anything. She, I mean, Tulsus is a fighter. But yeah, I mean, the funny part was it was the fact that he was an alpha, but she didn't even see him as one. I guess she saw them as equals because they're both Night Furies. Yeah. You know, that's really something to think about because they don't actually explain. Because like that. they would, like the first dragon, he. Like, the new dragon that they captured, mm-hmm. listened to Toothless automatically. Yeah, and he was, like, like 20 times bigger than Yeah, him. he just listened <laughs> to him. Yeah, they mentioned we have the alphas. That's why we have such an easy time controlling the dragons. That, that is weird. Light Fury is just like, eh, so what? Yeah. Well, you gotta think of the fact that she also is a Light Fury. And she kind of wanted to play hard to get because it was mating season. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's funny. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, they, they really have a lot of p- plot progression when it comes to dealing with the consequences of the last movie. Yeah. Um, cause they do do a lot with Tuchel's becoming the alpha besides not answering the questions we just asked. But, um, basically Toothless wants to stay in the hidden world, but he can't be there with Hiccup because the dragons won't trust him. No. And he wants to be with his own people. Uh, the light one eventually trusted Hiccup later. Yeah, and yeah, it, took, it took him almost dying. For yeah, at the same time. like <laughs> I'm noticing a trend here with Light I mean, I really thought they were going to kill him off. I really did. Really? You, you thought they were going to... Mm-hmm. Well, okay, after, we're going to get that there in drop. a second because I, I do right. want to actually discuss that. Yeah, yeah uh, Grimmel is actually... He he really gave me... Okay, so there's a, there's a character in Star Wars called Thrawn. Basically, his thing is that he's a master tactician. He's always one step ahead of the heroes no matter what. And I really got Thrawn vibes from Grimmel because he's a guy who lives off the thrill of the hunt and playing with his opponents instead of just going there and getting them. That sounds like he, Cad Bane to me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, Cad Bane really. Yeah. Actually, yeah, Cad Bane really, I think, was a callback to Thrawn because kind of the way, the really? playful way they mess with their opponents. Um, and he was playing the long game because there were times where he could have just killed Hiccup yeah. on the spot, but he chose not to. The first time they met? Hiccup thought that he had the upper hand. Yeah, and no. then all of a sudden, the two dragons. That was an interesting scene where he's in Hiccup's home. You have no idea how he got there. Yeah. And then he has power over, and then Hiccup's like, oh no, yeah. I have the advantage. All here. of the dragons in Burt. Yeah, and all then. All of the dragons. And then Grimmel says, no, I have the advantage. Yeah, it's just like, Throws wow. you the Uno reverse card and just melts his home. Those dragons were actually really interesting. They were like Scorpion. I then guess. they had acid coming from their saliva that ignited too. Yeah, I didn't think Scorpion when I saw them. I guess that's a good connection. Because they had the tail, Spike was coming out, I'm like, wow. Okay, because it extracted Venom, that's what it looked like, because that's where he got it from. And he used the Venom to control that same dragon. Really? Which is weird. Yeah, it's kind of creative, I guess. It's just like, <laughs> like I would assume that since it's their Venom, they would be used to it. Well, or, see, he's using the collar to give them small doses at a time yeah. so they wouldn't go out but they would be delusional enough to follow him um it, which i think is a kind of kind of a little bit of a stretch but it's believable it, i guess it works in the realm of that universe. it's crazy because i mean when we first got introduced to him the way he shot down that huge dragon in one shot yeah so i was like that's just how powerful that venom is in that small <laughs> I, little dart. I know that that went down quick, and, and that was a huge dragon instantly. Yeah, I was just like, wow. Wait, so you think that 
he would have to dilute it if he's shooting a night fury else he'd just kill it on the spot yeah. and do it overdose because i mean i'm sure he measured it he probably like certain, did. i mean like how he's much. a smart guy he's way too smart which is kind of uh which was his downfall it was it was his downfall but it wasn't they didn't outsmart him to beat him no they didn't it was just a full-out fist fight it wasn't like you think you think against an uh, an intelligent opponent they'd want to outsmart him. Mm-hmm. They're just like that. Nah, screw, it. we're just gonna beat him up. I mean, Hiccup really didn't have anyone who was smart <laughs> yeah, enough. Yeah, honestly, yeah. No, he's not, all his other friends they were just like idiots. Yeah, yeah. like oh, okay, this sounds like a good plan. Yeah, that's true. Hiccup is the tactician of the mm-hmm. team, but even then, he's not as smart as Grimmel. Well, I guess Fish, Fish Legs is he, he, well, he, Fish he's Legs a, is like a he's a smart one for Dragon. Knowledge. Yeah, he he has book smarts. Yeah, that, that's probably about it. The other, the other theory, yeah, he doesn't have battle smarts, dude. I'm surprised they they stayed alive this long. Honestly, they should have been like. I'm surprised he didn't just kill a rough, rough nut. Like, yes, rough. Yeah. (laughs) I well, okay. You you went to the bathroom during that scene. That scene when she basically just annoyed him. I heard a little bit. Well, well, yeah. Well, see, certain part where they released her. That's where I missed it. (laughs) Well, they, they released her because she let slip that they had another island. And so he was like, oh, oh, okay, wow. I got all I needed to know. I'll let you go. And she was like, oh, I annoyed him so much. He let me go. I won. Oh, my God. And Hiko was like, did you make sure you weren't followed? She was like, I never looked back. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that scene, the, the whole tone shifted. Just imagine that. that. It's like, are you there yet? And she's like, yeah, well, I'm almost at home. <laughs> I don't know who's saying that, but uh, probably not important. That's how I imagine. Like this is how dumb she like she would actually. Respond. She probably would. She's pretty dumb. She probably would say that. But yeah, that's how he. That's how he found out they were. They went to a new island because they migrated to a new island after he completely wasted their town. Yep. And then it just basically goes to the climax from there. He captures the light, the two night furies, and uses the light fury as leverage against toothless. So toothless can't call the pack on him. Pretty much. So I, I thought that was pretty smart. It it kept him in power. Yeah. And let him escape. But the, the thing is, the the whole arc Hiccup had was he wanted to prove himself as a leader without Toothless. Basically, the the villain shoots that back in his face, spits, spits in his face, basically, when he's taking away the Night Furies. Goes, you're nothing without your dragon. And then he just comes him, up gliding. Yeah, I know. He they give off. him they give him like a two second pep talk. Immediately he's like, okay, let's go get them. Yeah. It was like there wasn't any time between that to kind of analyze anything. And it's not like he really outsmarted Grimmel. Like I was expecting them to use no. Hiccup's brains to their full capacity and have him outsmart Grimmel. It was just the fact that he just wouldn't really take no for an answer. He just kept going. Yeah, and well, like that's kind of Is a his character plan? Trait, I guess. I mean, but, his plan to go find him in the first place, that was pretty that was a horrible plan, actually. Yeah, they, what you think about because it, it was really, in his yeah. territory. You only brought a handful of squadron, the wrong squadron, <laughs> the wrong squad, the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, well, the they made it out, but it was just they, wow. They did but yeah, it's kind of weird how they always have these like they didn't even have weapons. I don't think when when they when they went to go face the him. second time. No, the, I guess it's the second time, but it's the first time that they went to him. Oh, first. to him. He, well, the thing is, they won. They won that that situation midway through the movie. They attacked Grimmel's hideout to. Well, they went to go get him. Oh, you they think went it went to capture to go him? Capture. But him. they went empty-handed. They went empty-handed, but they destroyed his hideout. 
It wasn't so much a loss for them. He didn't really have a use for it, honestly. He didn't seem like he was, like, He didn't care, but they didn't have a plan going in, and they lost Roughnut. So there there was plot progression, but it didn't... It felt weird. It was a weird second act, I gotta say. Can't really see who won. (laughs) No one really won that, (laughs) that second act, because, um... Like I said, after they give Hiccup the two-second pep talk, after he takes the dragons, yep. they immediately just f- glide over there. No no questions asked. They all just glide over there, and they're able to, like, single-handedly destroy his battalion and, like, all the... F- to the be f- honest, it was just them. Yeah. all those ships. I know they had the dragons and all, but... Well, they didn't have the dragons. Well, Toothless, like, as soon as he got freed, I'm pretty sure he told the rest of them to, like, attack. I guess I, I think the point of it was to show that they could fight without their dragons. Because it was even all of Burke who was right there at ten. Yeah, it was just like those like five people, literally seven, I guess if you count Volca. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. It's I have mixed feelings about the third act because, well, and the second act. The first act was fine; it set it up, and the second act did some setup too. But the third act didn't really because he had hundreds of ships. He really didn't, and they did the Kung Fu Panda 2 thing where they run the ships into each other. Oh, yeah. Um, so I can kind of see where DreamWorks got their inf- inspiration for that. But, um, I don't I don't know. It's I'm, like, thinking about it. You got me thinking about how I feel about the third act. And I guess there was some progression. Because um, usually when I analyze a third act, I try to think of how it comes full circle to how the first act set it up. And the difficulties they encounter in the second act. It was pretty much just a slap in the face, honestly. Well, I don't want to say that, because it was still powerful. That I think it, it's it's safe to say the point of the movie wasn't Grimmel. Fighting Grimmel was not the main point of the movie. No. main point of the movie was... was uh, Letting Toothless go. Letting Toothless go, yeah, yeah. Which is what happens right after they fight Grimmel. Mm-hmm. And Toothless didn't really do much in the in the last part, did he? The final battle where mm-hmm. they're fighting Grimmel and his dragons. Well, other than taking on the three dragons, <clears throat> that's about it. Yeah, he he bolt tackled like yeah. three of his like dragons. That was cool. Just tasered all of them. That was awesome. Um, and then he shoots Toothless. Toothless is falling on the ground, and then basically Hiccup gives the Night Fury an order to go save Toothless. Yeah, and or Light Fury. Did I say Night Fury. Yeah. Okay, Light Fury. <laughs> Tells the Night Fury to go save Toothless. Light Fury. Yeah. Light, okay. <laughs> tells the Light Fury to save Toothless, <laughs> which she does. And then, basically, it's just Hiccup free-falling with Grimmel. Yeah. As Grimmel's, like, still ripping his, what little, what little of his, uh, his glider. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was basically, like, telling him, you're going down with me. Yeah. Um, and like you said, you Hiccup thought was just was accepting die. it, honestly. Yeah, because I was like, well, this is the turning point where, like, as soon as, um... Toothless wakes up, he just finds him on the ground, and then, you know. That would have been a horrible way to end the movie, It would have been, <laughs> and then it was just like, just Toothless just thinking about Hiccup, and then just living on his life. That's what I thought was going to happen. You, you, have, you have a depressed ambition for that movie. But then but then he wouldn't really, you know, live at that hidden world. He would stay there then, and then the life here would have stayed with him. That was my prediction. Oh, you, that's what went through your head in the split yeah. second. Okay. And all the dragons would stay, stay on Berg. Well, and then see that that wouldn't um, have really Astrid made... would take on um, Toothless. Yeah, it would have been a weird trade off, mm-hmm. but it still wouldn't have fixed the fact that I think it's a weird ultimatum 
Hiccup had to make because mm-hmm. usually the final choice the character has to make is dependent this, on yeah. their conflict in the beginning. See, I mean, the reason why is because it's been all the movies. Toothless been saving Hiccup. Yeah, at oh, this point, okay, I it see. It was Hiccup who saved Toothless this oh, time. Oh, okay, all right, all right. I mean, it does make sense why he would do that. I'll be honest, I didn't know during that time what was going to happen. I didn't know if they were going to no. kill. It. I got chills because I was like, oh, he's. I mean, yeah, that, that was a split moment. I thought about yeah. all of that. I thought you were going to pull Gwen Stacy. That was brutal. <laughs> that was a brutal scene. I was like, oh my God, it's the first yeah. time Spider-Man, well, no, second time Spider-Man didn't save someone. Yeah. And, you know, I was I was surprised they didn't let Toothless do a lot. Mm-mm. But it it, it kind of, it wasn't really his movie, though. And then, then you get to that scene where yeah. basically he tells Toothless, you know, we got to go our separate ways. And you know, you know, it was coming, but I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. As soon as they took the titles off, I was like, "Oh, they're really letting them go." <laughs> really, you know, I thought for a second they were gonna pull like a, you know what? No, let's just all stay and be one big happy family. Mm-hmm. It would have been too. One. Yeah, it would have been too Disney, I guess. Can't always have happy ending. Well, I, well, I mean, it was a bittersweet ending. It's like accepting, but it was like it, it was. There's a good word for it. Bittersweet. It. Yeah. Because yeah, we, yeah, we can stick to that. I was thinking something else, though. I do like how they ended it because it was the with love comes lost kind of thing. Yeah. Because uh, uh, Toothless stayed with the Light Fury, mm-hmm. went back to the hidden world with the dragons. Yep. Hiccup marries Astrid. So basically. About time. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like, yeah, way too long. And. Um, the uh the dragons are gone basically they're saying in the what's his monologue he always has yeah. a monologue i'm assuming every dragon in that region was gone no i think it was all the dragons because the there thinking, were no more dragons left i know but i was still thinking about up north that's the thing no they, they already feels all of them i don't know no i think i because i think in the second when they brought the northern alpha he brought all the dragons with him i think mm-hmm but, but in, any, in any case, there's the different types. Of, there's like water dragons because it very vast amount of different types. I th- I'm pretty sure Toothless took them all because they, they're they're saying there's no more dragons left. As far as they know. As far as they know, yeah. yeah. Well, that's true because in the after credit scene, you got Hiccup and Astrid and their kids looking for Toothless. Yeah. And they find him out in the open, not in. Yeah, he's not. not in, he's not there. He's not in the which is, world, which is very interesting. It means they. It means either he retired as Alpha, if that's even possible, or the dragons sometimes come out of the hidden world. See, yeah. It was cool. It was cool seeing Cause I Hiccup thought, and his yeah. kids fly around on Toothless. Yeah. Like... Because Toothless had, had his own Night Furies, too. With yeah, them. he did. The the Little Furies. The Little Furies. And they were actually <laughs> able to do the little camouflage thing already. Yeah, they were. That was cool. I was like, wow. Yeah, that was... that was It was pretty neat. And it it kind of felt like having an emotional payoff... Even though, contextually, there was about, like, a 10-year time skip. But in real life, it was literally the next scene. Yeah. But it it still had that emotional payoff for some reason. Because it's been so long that Toothless literally forgot Hiccup's sin at first. Yeah, he, trying, he had to, like, readjust himself. Yeah. Cause he was, I'm surprised he didn't attack first. He literally jumped on the ship. <laughs> well, he was kind of sniffing. Waiting, yeah, he was like... Toothless never really attacked without... without um, analyzing the situation first, first one he did he just shot oh, yeah, the house okay. <laughs> I, I guess you're right yeah kablooey i mean his <laughs> his flames are like very interesting there's yeah. more like a fireball 
Yeah, it, they they he's really a, did. His, yeah, he's a very I, unique one. You know, the animation was really uh, top notch. Oh, you can definitely tell how much they came along throughout. The, you look at the first yeah, one. Yeah, the first one was twenty ten. No, and then the the second one wasn't wasn't bad by any almost means. Almost a ten year difference. Almost, yeah, almost, almost a ten year difference. Yeah, um, and and the I mean, it really isn't much. If you've seen the second one, take it up a couple notches, and that's what you got for this mm-hmm. one. The, I do like the art style because they went for a more um, I don't because the second one had more of a wintry style. Yeah, this one had more of like an autumn kind of kind of aesthetic to I it. mean there were very small details I was still looking at like I mean when they were in the the dining hall I was like looking at the I'm be honest like the table was like really detailed if really? you look close enough know. Look it was like table. chips and everything really? just like little little things wow. I was looking at everything <laughs> I was just like wow they they went really detailed they're pulling no the punches with I mean, this one the thing is I really love water animations like the ocean yeah. I just love how that is yeah, I mean, they, they animated the water pretty well. Close side was well done. I mean, the Hidden World was probably the best one. All the grass. Yeah, oh yeah, in the in the Hidden yeah. World, yeah. It was just so interesting having all of those, just everything glowing and then a waterfall just coming down. I think it worked to bring home the fact that this is like a dragon utopia. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the, the... I was thinking of something more, like, vast. I mean, it was still vast, but I was thinking something like, you know, well, yeah, flying I think, in the sky. I think it is vast in the sense that it keeps just keeps going deeper. Yeah. So, I just I was expecting it to be underground. That's what I was... So, I thought they were just oh, outside. Really? Like, like a whole nother... Like, when Stoic was describing, describing it, how it's like beyond the sun, I was imagining it was like on another side completely, like this floating place or something. That's what I was thinking of. Really? At the edge of the waterfall, like this another another landscape over there. Well, it wouldn't be so much hidden. We just well, be beyond out in the that, open, but like just a mist, place you know. no one looked for. No, I mean, I, I guess that makes yeah. sense. I mean, um, stories make sense. Also, how ships fall off the edge <laughs> made sense. You know, it's kind of weird how they just kind of happened upon the hidden world, with Stormfly. Yeah, because they they went north. I'm assuming I Stormfly like just followed the scent. That's about it. I guess but if that's they... the case, they all could have done that. Maybe, maybe we weren't paying dragons. attention, but yeah, they never really explained how Stormfly just kind of stumbled yeah. upon the... Because up that map, it didn't really fill up any like major areas. It's pretty much just centerpieces. Yeah, and Grimmel had a more complete map, too. Yep. And he was able to track them and figure out where they went. Even him, he didn't find. Or no, he, he probably wasn't even looking Yeah, that's weird. It. He didn't find the Hidden World, but Hiccup did? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. He's I find like, that really hard to believe. He's like a master I like tracking down the dragons yeah that really is kind of puzzling maybe it's like uh you remember the show dragon tales so your heart's pure you can go there yep don't make me say chant i don't you don't even remember the chant something i'm not gonna say it right now i'll yeah, say it exactly. later yeah you don't I'll say it later world, yeah it was called it was called dragon world right probably because they have a dragon scale it was, a, it was the hidden world supposedly <laughs> seen that two-headed dragon it's one rough nut, tough nut ride. That makes more sense. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That makes sense. They always bicker. That's probably where they got the idea yeah, from. Yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> uh, Dang, you got me thinking about this show <laughs> way too hard. Okay, anyway, animation was good. Okay, so mm-hmm. music, yeah. What do you think of music? The music's pretty much the same exact from. Well, that's one, progression two, of three. It was. I mean, it's still good here, yeah. but it's just always when there's a turning point when it's in their favor, and it's like, oh. Here's the How to Train Your Dragon theme song coming in. So you're saying the it, it flops a lot. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. Th- no. The the main theme is solid. I mean, it fit with a lot of emotional stuff that happened. Yeah. Like, they fit the music well, just right. it's a right. wondrous theme. 
Pretty much. Oh, the music was by John Powell. I believe he did the previous ones. Don't quote me on that. Um, quote it. I mean, it sounds it sounds <laughs> exactly like a, a Dragon's um, yeah. soundtrack. I thought it's bad. Just... No, they, well, they had their own original tunes for the third movie, but a progression of theme by the rules of that, I think it works. So what what was your lasting impression of the movie? Because it's the final one. I know it's the final one. Or my first impression. I mean, we might as well just give our I final impression really, of the trilogy. I really want another. I just want to see a what if kind of thing. What if? Or maybe what, what happens what? after like when Hiccup is a lot older than the kids kind of take up on something. And so, then Toothless is like pretty much the same. I don't think he's going to age as much. I don't know how well dragons age. Well, see, then that would that would prompt people to make a whole new trilogy based on the kids. Well, now. that one would be the last one, and they would just be repeating Hiccup's story, but the exact opposite. How about one of them despises, you know, despises dragons completely? Even they after see, seeing... they seem to like the dragons when they oh were at riding. first, but it's just something that just he didn't like. Or her, I, like, I don't you know, know. Just, I, just just one of those, and well, okay, it becomes I a I, I whole see, sibling dispute. So, I think... I'm if, going way too they, hard if on they, this. Yeah, I know you are, but <laughs> if they want to make another movie, they definitely could find something. And I think they would only, in the case of story, like, like in the case of Toy Story, they would only do it if they felt it was necessary. Because mm-hmm. what's Toy Story 4, like, what timeline is that supposed to be in it's right after three it's right after three. Yeah. okay for some reason i thought it was like somewhere between two and three nah that's, that's why right. okay it's directly after three um which is why i think it shouldn't happen but you know um if they did a how to train your dragon four it would kind of lessen the impact at three because three was I mean, all about a different title well they could well they could make it a different story based on someone else completely different um but i think it would kind of lessen the impact of dragons no longer associating themselves with humans because yeah. like they said humans don't deserve it i don't know it, it was a cool way to tie it into the real world i guess but my my score on the movie would be <laughs> uh my, my score on the movie i i want to say like a i give it probably like an eight out of ten it was good i really wanted mm-hmm. to give it a nine or ten but there's just some things that didn't really it, it was on a smaller scale and there's nothing wrong with that yeah but it's just some things kind were kind of weird and kind of hard to believe. But on the, on the whole, it was a solid movie. Good music, good animation. Story ended it perfectly. I have to give it like an eight or eight point five out of ten. I want to go to a nine, <laughs> but I just I can't. I give it a seven point five. Really? Yeah. Wow. The reason I mean, from the beginning, it was just the story. You know, guy trying to take over take over dragons destroying them well the second one just wanted to control them third one just wanted to just kill them all but i just felt it was very similar i mean the ending was really good i will give them that but at the same time it was like it kind of left me wanting wanting a little bit more more action yeah yeah i just on the right track i just (laughs) i just needed something else yeah i think i think that's mainly what it, it I think it has to do with the shorter runtime too. It might, it might it have been condensed. rushed a little bit. Not for them. No, because I think, they had a good idea about it. But just my perspective. No, I think you're so right like, because I think the whole conflict with Grimmel was really was rushed. There was really more that could have done with a tactician dragon hunter mm-hmm. on their toes. Because so. I mean, I wanted to see Hiccup did grow up, but I wanted to see him really grow up mentally. 
just like hey Be like I'm, instead warrior. of me becoming a like, great invictor how about I become this you know just this genius of like out scheming someone saying like, like I am a good you're saying a, a, a Norse Batman let's do that Why that not? would be that would be cool he should have busted out, like, grappling hooks. Because after all these years, stuff. I mean, we have seen Hiccup progress. He has matured. He's not as scared at all, but, I mean, I want to see more of what he could have done. Because he still really couldn't fight. Yeah, there is potential. to Because his whole thing in the third one is that he was an inventor. I know, that's the thing. He's still an inventor. Is there anything wrong with well, that? He, no, but yeah. he invented the sword, but even then, he didn't really look like he knew how to wield it correctly. He kind of did. He was holding his own pretty well, but... I, I see what you mean. Like, the, the the only thing you could think of in the third one was let's use our flying squirrel suits from Mario Brothers yeah. to invade the giant battalion of ships. Yeah. There's a, yeah, yeah, there was a little more. Let me, it left me a little want a little more in the third act, but I think I think, I think think it worked. As a movie, it was good. Yeah. I, it was a good movie, but, you know, there is kind of that nagging feeling. Like, you know, just because the third one. Right, should have been maybe on a larger scale, but you know, just need um, that good finishing. Act. <laughs> you know, it's still a solid movie. Um, those of you who missed it in theaters, maybe it's going to come to Netflix or something. Are we, I still think it's worth the rental money if you have to pay three or four bucks to rent it. I'd say it's fully worth it. I think. It, I think by the time this is out, I don't think it's going to be in theaters anymore because it's been out for about a month or two. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, Shazam's going to come out, too. We're going to review that. Shazam! I am so excited for that movie. And they also released, uh, just a heads up, they did release the Joker trailer for the standalone Joker movie with Jaquan Phoenix. I have no idea who his name is. I always read it as Jaquane Phoenix, but I feel like that's wrong. Jaquillis. Jaquan Phoenix? Oh, well. (laughs) Who knows? Something. Something Phoenix. But uh, he he seems like he's going to do really well. And we're definitely going to review that when that comes out October 4th. Mm-hmm. So, alright, so look out for our Shazam review, which will be the next episode we do on the Cube Command Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this new format we're doing. Um, we are actually going to have some... I ordered the uh, Rode Pod mic from uh, PodFest. That's going to be coming in late April. So, man, we're going we're gonna to have our own mics this time around. <laughs> it's going to be so much yeah, fun. Because we're sharing, our, sharing the mics right now. Yeah, we're, we're sharing a Samson Meteor mic right now. And this mic has problems when you peek the audio unintentionally. Yeah, we're going to do shorter format uh, weekly, so look out for that. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Tech Podcast Network, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn. Oh, don't forget our Twitch. Oh, and our Twitch. Yeah, we did make a Twitch. Twitch. Yeah, we made a Twitch. We're going to be streaming um, stuff. We were experimenting streaming Smash Mm -hmm. Brothers on our Twitch channel. Now, we did just get started, but if you do have a Twitch channel... Go ahead and give us a follow. Yeah, Cube Command on Twitch. The C U B E C O M M A N D. You can also find our YouTube channel under the same name, except there's a space in between the words. And we play games. We're gonna start going back on track with the Let's Plays. We gotta. We're gonna finish the series we have going on right now, which is gonna be Uncharted. We just put it. We just put out some uh, Tetris videos. To start us off. Get our feet wet. All right. You can also find our podcast on our website, which is www.cubecommand.com. Check out the merch. Oh yeah, we do. T Public Store, Cube Command, and uh, on T Public we have T-shirts, mugs, travel mugs, pillowcases, all that good stuff. The mugs. Yeah, we also made these cool new business cards. We're going to start passing out to events we go to. So, without further ado, this has been the Cube Command podcast. My name is Thomas Savoya, and I'm Nick. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>